This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to Episode 62, Five Tips for Finding Miracles During Challenging Times. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can see I have a new spring bucket list. So I'm looking really forward to being able to check off a lot of these new upcoming things that we have in our life this spring. A couple weekends ago, I had the opportunity to speak to some ladies that I go to church with, and the topic was on recognizing miracles during challenging times. And I did think it was a little funny that they asked me, and I felt like I have not really been going through really challenging times right now. Um, I've been through a lot of challenges, so I was like, hmm, this is interesting that this is happening in my this time of my life. And I really do feel like I have found alignment and with my body, with my energy levels. And so I know that I have a lot of lessons to share from this, a lot of teachings to share from it. But it was really interesting that just a few days before I had, um, I was going to speak about this topic, I did have some body stuff come up. I was playing pickleball and I um, I hurt my leg muscle in my calf. Um, my kidney medication has just been kind of wonky and my kidney function was, was suffering because the medications were too high in my blood level. So I've been going back and forth um, with doctors, adjusting the levels, getting weekly blood draws. And also <laughs> the day before, um, a piece of my molar just broke off in the middle of me eating uh, breakfast. So those were some challenges I was going through, but they weren't really major ones. And it wasn't, I, I could tell it wasn't because, oh, I'm not listening to my body. I'm overworking. It's just part of living life. And that's a little bit of what I wanted to convey to the women that I was speaking to that day. And I want to talk to you about some of the things that you can do to recognize miracles, even while you're living and you're just having regular everyday challenges. Um, They could be really big challenges or even small ones like these ones. These ones are not major ones for me, but not being able to walk for a few days and um, having to wear a boot, doing some different things to help my body, um, it still is challenging. Not as challenging as going through a kidney transplant or being pregnant on the transplant list or um, outrunning a hurricane in the Bermuda Triangle on a cruise ship. (laughs) Not as challenging as those things, but... The the point is that there are ways to recognize miracles and to see them no matter what challenges you're going through. So first of all, 
I love this definition from Daniel Ludlow about what a miracle is. And he says that a miracle is a beneficial event brought about through divine power that mortals do not understand and of themselves cannot duplicate. That was my favorite definition that I found when I was looking for miracle. And really the big part about it is it's something that is good and it's brought about by divine power, something outside of us, something bigger than humanity. And we don't understand it. That's part of what a miracle is. We don't understand how it's working. And as mortals, we can't replicate it ourselves. Otherwise, it's just science. (laughs) So um, I've thought about this. And many times in my life, I have gone back to this quote um, from Albert Einstein. And he says that there's two ways to live your life. And one way is with believing that nothing is a miracle. And the second way is believing that everything is a miracle. So I want to give you five of the tips that I gave to those ladies that I spoke a couple weekends ago to on how to recognize the miracles that are happening all around you every single day, especially when you're going through a challenging time. Okay. So I am going to give you the steps really quick, one through five, and then I'll go into depth about each one of them. So the five steps in order are the first thing that you want to do in order to recognize these miracles is to number one, listen to your body. Number two, honor what you're going through. Number three, reach out for and accept support. Number four, check your perspective. And number five, surrender. Okay, so the first one is listening to your body. This is what I think that we, um, as women with chronic illness, tend to ignore. We tend to think, oh yeah, I'm always sick. Um, My body is always doing something. My body hates me. And instead of looking at symptoms or energy levels in your body as a cue to your body trying to communicate to you. Now, Personally, for me, like when my leg was hurting, when my molar was going crazy, when the meds were just being metabolized differently than they have been for the past year or so, I don't know that it was necessarily telling me, Shelby, you're messing up. You got to fix this. But it was a beautiful call for me to listen to my body and use it as an excuse and as an opportunity to love my body even better. I take really, really good care of my body, um, exercising and eating and um, what I put into my body. I'm very deliberate about what media I consume and also um, relationships. Like I'm, I take really good care of my body, but that doesn't mean that there aren't places where I can improve and be called to a new level of awareness to improve that relationship with my body. Um, And to go back to alignment, to recognize, okay, maybe I am in this survival state for a little bit in a challenging time, that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Maybe I am getting into that escalated nervous system state. Doesn't mean I have to stay there. So I can listen to my body and then bring her back to safety. Okay, number two, after you have listened to your body and kind of find out, am I in alignment? Am I at peace? Am I content? Am I in an escalated nervous system state? Am I feeling some um, anxiety going on? After you do that, step two is honoring what you're going through. 
I think it's really simple, especially you may, maybe I'm even guilty of it right now, talking about like my calf muscle um, hurting and my kidney meds and my molar, like just like this trifecta. It's very easy to say, it's not a big deal. I've been through worse things. So you can see, like even I do it just unintentionally. But when it really is a big thing in the moment, it's so important to honor what it is you are going through and to really see yourself, see what's happening and not gaslight yourself into thinking other people have it worse. And I've had it, like other things have been more challenging. So I shouldn't feel this way. That's where the shame comes up. And that's what we want to dispel. Instead of going into the shame part of, and I shouldn't feel this way, there's something wrong with me, turning it and using it as a learning opportunity to honor what you're going through and call in more love and respect and self-acceptance. So that was number two, honor what you're going through. Number three, this is what my family, my, my girls of family of women with chronic illness struggle with so much, reaching out for support and accepting it. So I even found myself guilty of this. This is why I feel like it's so timely to share this. Um, right after I my my leg got injured, I had so many amazing women from church reaching out and saying, can we help? Can I bring dinner? And I was like, I already have food at my house. My husband cooks dinner most of the time anyway. It's really not a big deal because I wasn't necessarily honoring what I was going through. And I had a good friend of mine and a sister tell me, why aren't you saying yes? And I was like, that's right. This this is the time to say yes. This is it. So um, the next person that asked if she could bring dinner, I said, yes. And she was so sweet. She's the kindest woman ever. We knew her when we moved, when we lived in Ohio the first time. So I, I've known her for 15 years. 16 years. And she was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I can only bring KFC. I was like, you don't understand. My family's going to be so excited for KFC. I love KFC. We never eat it, but it's delicious. And so being able to reach out for that support and to accept it, that is what grows you. And Brene Brown has a quote about it. I'm going to pull it up really quick on my phone that is so powerful. She says, that when you judge yourself for needing help, which is what I was doing and what many of my clients do and many women that I meet, um, when you judge yourself for needing help, you judge those you are helping. When you attach value to giving help, you attach value to needing help. The danger of tying your self-worth to being a helper is feeling shame when you have to ask for help. Offering help is courageous and compassionate but so is asking for help. So when you are able to ask and receive from a place of self-compassion and love for yourself, that allows you to extend it to more people, even freely and more abundantly. So that, and also it, it, people want to help. I, I talked on the podcast before, but right before my kidney transplant, I didn't realize how sick I was. Common theme amongst my clients. I know because I am you, um, didn't realize how sick I was and I wasn't reaching out for support and accepting it. And so I had made a rule for myself during that time that if anybody asked if they could help, I had to say yes. 
And if I couldn't think of something in the moment, I gave myself 24 hours to get back with them, something specific that they could do that would be helpful for me. A piece of why I think that's so important is because as women, as mothers, as wives, whatever your um, your role is, um, coworker, whatever, your job title as an employee, any of those things, we tend to put everybody else's needs first. And so you don't even know what your needs are. You don't even know what to reach out for support for because you have just put yourself so much on the back burner, which is why a lot of times your body is speaking to you through these symptoms and you're feeling this fatigue is because you don't know what you need in order to thrive. You have built those relationships up with the people around you, but you haven't done it personally for yourself. And that is an invitation that your body is trying to extend to you, trying to say, hey, can you please find out what will be the best for me and then make it so? So anyway, just just interesting thoughts to ponder. Okay, number four is check your perspective. So when you're going through something challenging, it can be hard to see those miracles. It can be hard to see like, this doesn't feel like it's good. This doesn't feel like it's a good thing to happen right now. And I know that the circumstance is neutral. I know that my leg, um, you know, having pain is neutral. The the blood levels of my tra- my transplant meds, the transplant med blood levels are neutral. Piece of my tooth falling out of my mouth is neutral. Um, but where's the miracle or where is the place where you're finding lack and scarcity is that's where your brain just defaults to is the lack and scarcity of like, oh no, there's something wrong with me. And hello, shame. Cause every time you think there's something wrong with you, you're shaming yourself. And this is just to bring awareness. Don't shame yourself for shaming yourself. You get it. You got me. <laughs> so checking your perspective. One thing that happened for me is that I decided while I was getting ready for this talk and this topic that I was going to consciously redirect my brain, especially when I wanted to be negative about what was going on um, because my my kidney transplant meds have been going on for a little while. And um, there was miscommunications with with the medical team and just... I've, I've been, I've been doing a lot of self-advocacy lately, which has been kind of frustrating. You know what I mean? So I had this perspective where I was very much in an escalated nervous system state. There was a lot of fear around it because the more medication, like if I have too much medication in my blood, then it's nephrotoxic. It hurts my kidney. But if I don't have enough, then I can go into rejection. Either way, it's not very good. So it's just this tightrope balancing act is the story that my brain wants to tell. All of the things I just told you, they are all a story. None of them are the facts. Um, I mean, there's some like doctors say these things as a fact they said it, but I get to choose what I think about what the doctor tells me. And it can either be an experience that promotes faith and helps me to um, grow and expand in my faith in um in a higher power, faith in myself, faith in healing, faith in recovery, wherever I want that faith to be. Or I can buy into the story of lack and scarcity where this is really scary. And then I ramp up my, um, my body's symptoms because I am buying into that scary story. 
So this is why you want to check your perspective. So I remember I was in line to get my blood drawn. I switched over to go to LabCorp. Um, couldn't go to the hospital I normally go to anymore because they hadn't been turning in results to the transplant lab in two years. <laughs> so I went to a new one. And while I was there, I was, it was in a site of pharmacy. I just was, I remember looking at all of the medications on the shelves while I was there. And I just had this thought come to me that said, I wonder what miracles I'm going to see today. And it just felt so open and expansive because I had been really scared. I, I, I just had been going through a lot. And in that I got called up to go to, um, get my transplants, I mean, to get my, <laughs> to get my labs taken from the tech. And as I was talking to her, she was just incredible. She was an amazing woman. She was talking about her sweet son who loved this, this new country artist um, album that had come out and she'd stayed up till midnight to listen to it because her son really loved it. And I told her about some of the health issues that I've been going through and trying to get um, test results back and forth to my lab. And she turned to me and she said, my boyfriend had a kidney transplant. And in that moment, I needed that connection. In that moment, that was a miracle to me. And I'm not sure I would have seen it if I hadn't shifted my perspective and was feeling open to seeing the miracles that were right in front of me. Because I have a strong transplant community but not very many people that I know in person. So that was really amazing to me. And I could have been like Albert Einstein who just looks at either nothing's a miracle or everything is a miracle. I can't replicate that a tech is going to come and her um, boyfriend is going to have had a kidney transplant. And I feel like me opening up to that miracle was just divine saying, hey, I see you and I love you. We live in such a friendly universe. Okay, last piece is surrender. And this has kind of been a point that I've had throughout this entire podcast episode. And that is there are things that are outside of your control. There are things that you're not gonna be able to change. I can't change how my kidney functions, but I choose to surrender the control of that to a higher power. And whether to you that's um, a Christian God or a different or universe, deity, whatever it is, there is something that is bigger out there than you and me because we have miracles. (laughs) Because you can see the miracles that happen. And so really being able to surrender the control actually helps your nervous system to align. And it brings you back into that state of rest and digest, rest and repair. That's when you can be able to to see the amazing things that are happening in your life and to get understanding because it's very easy to want to fix things when you are going through something challenging. And the, the invitation is to see that there's nothing to fix. There's only learnings. There's only experience. There's only growth. There's nothing to fix here. And the, the best way that I can do that and that I can encourage other people to be able to let go of that control is to surrender to a power that's greater than you, that you may not understand fully. And we can't because we are mortals. We don't have that perspective. 
But when you are able to let go of that control of how you think things should go, it, it releases your grip on shame and control and fear. And it allows you to rest in peace and contentment and joy and abundance, comfort, satisfaction, all of those amazing places. It allows you to access true rest and to see the miracle that maybe you couldn't see otherwise. So I'm going to remind you really quick again, before we go, the five things to do um, in order to recognize miracles when you're going through something challenging. The first one, listen to your body, then honor what you're going through, reach out for and accept support, check your perspective and surrender to a higher power. All right. I hope that this show really helps you this week and that you are able to get the learnings that you want to get this week. All right. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in more vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a body talk call where I will help you understand how your body is speaking to you through symptoms and through your energy states. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.